Welcome to the Vigor Life Podcast, a source of inspiration, lessons, stories, skill sets, mindsets, and strategies to invigorate and expand all areas of your life. Let's go. Hey, what's going on? Coach Luca back here with the Vigor Life Podcast. And today, apart from having a very uh, kind of Gerard Levertish uh, voice that's very sexy, if at any point in time it gets too much for you, you need to walk out the room and then just do that. Um, but it's this is the result of... Let's just say a lot of travel and work uh, and uh, not taking good enough care of myself. But we'll get back to that later. So today's edition, essentially, I want to talk about um, a couple of things from uh, being out at the 212 event. So the 212 event was out in uh, Boulder, Colorado. It was put on by my good friend Adam Bornstein. Uh, and it was uh, like 75 entrepreneurs, top entrepreneurs from the world. Uh, some pretty amazing keynotes, but it was a, in a mentorship model where we got to sit down with uh, a lot of the mentors and small groups, ask questions, find out about our businesses, things like that. Now, the thing is, I could talk about this for probably a week straight, but there's certain things that I wanted to talk about today that like really stood out for me uh, personally that uh, really helped me, or should I say big aha moments. Um, and, and I wanted to share them with you because I believe that this is things that people deal with a lot. Um, and always ask questions. Well, I would say I, I get asked these questions a lot and it's something that has helped me. Um, uh, like I said, just have like the big kind of like light bulb moment or sometimes it's a gentle reminder of things that I already knew. Um, and I got the opportunity not to only, uh, you know, hang around with some of my really great friends of uh, Jason Ferruja and Nate Green, John Berardi. Uh, meet some new uh, Pat Rigsby, uh, Tom Robertson, just a, just a lot of guys that uh, that, that I um, you know that I'm really close to, but also meet some new uh, awesome people, Steve Cam, uh, Casey Sasek, Molly Galbraith, and it was, so it was you know number one, it was just awesome to be around uh, great people, uh, not just entrepreneurs but human beings, and like just getting those insights, spending a lot of time together, and uh, and you know that's kind of like one of the things uh, that that people ask me a lot. Say, hey man, like you you seem to know a lot of people. You're always networking, connecting. I hate the word networking. Uh, for me, it's actually just building relationships, uh, you know, how you do it. And, and apart from just like literally like a couple books that you can read that are great for this is just how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie. Another one's Keith Ferrazzi, never eat alone. But you know, those are just, those are great books and, and, and they talk about great stuff. But reality is, man, like, you know, for the last 10 years, uh, you know, I, I've just went to a lot of events, um, you know, met a lot of people and, you know, you start by the word, you know, everybody says this, this, this word, it's just kind of like overused, but like be authentic. Um, and, and really, I mean, it, it, you do like just, I mean, just be yourself. Cause the thing is anytime you, you know, you fake the funk, you try to be somebody else, like down the line, you know, you kind of, you, your true self always comes out. So just be yourself. Cause you'll attract, uh, you know, the people that, that love you for who you are. Um, and always be given, you know, I'm always, I always started like we're going to events, obviously investing in the people. So think about it, right? If you, uh, even if you came to somebody that you didn't know and said, Hey, you know, uh, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you, man. I just want to come up to you. I read your book and I got your DVD. Um, you know, I loved X, Y, Z about it. You know, it opens up a conversation, but it also shows that you invested in that person's knowledge. Uh, and that says something, you know, if you come out to an event, you come out to a seminar, it means you're investing in knowledge. Um, you know, but just being super respectful and, and knowing something about them. So like knowing things about somebody uh, means that you pay attention, you listen, 
you did the work, you did the research like that. That means a lot. But for me, a lot of times it was honestly, my younger years always, you know, going to the, uh, the, 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 the lunches, the dinners, buying people drinks, you know, going to the after party, if it was at the club. Yes. That's where a lot of, um, you know, relationships build. Um, but you know, it, that, that's a big part of it. You know, that's just a big part of it is like doing that extra. Or if, if somebody took the time to talk to me, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd, uh, send him a book and a handwritten thank you note or, or some type of gift just to, you know, genuinely, Hey, thank, you know, thank you for, 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 for taking the time. Appreciate it. Like appreciate you. Um, and the thing is in this world that is so uncommon that it stands out. Um, and, and the thing is, it's like, it's crazy right now. I look back and it's crazy to me that, you know, people just don't do that more often. Like when, when you have a, a relationship that you appreciate and are grateful for, that you just do random things to go like, man, thank you so much for that. Um, you know, and it's not done enough. And, and imagine if, uh, you know, you did that more often for uh, your mom or your brother and, and, and like, Hey, I raised my hand here. I don't, I definitely don't do that enough. Um, when it comes to my family, honestly. And, uh, uh, but you know, your relationships, your, your, your friendships, um, like I said, your mentors, your coaches, people you look up to, uh, it would, it would, it would, change so many things because like I said, it's so uncommon that when you do something like that, that, you know, I believe should be part of your, 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 your life. It's on an ongoing basis. It stands out. Right. And like I said, is this a tactic kind of sort of, but you know, really is just, is just how I think people should be treated anyways. Um, and I'm, I'm constantly working on this myself, but, but I can say that I've really, really, really improved over the last decade um, in doing that and, and saying thank you more and say, telling people I appreciate them and I'm grateful for them and showing that with gifts. And like I said, it's, it's more, the, it's more the, 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 the thought of the gift, uh, you know, versus like the size of it or that it's expensive or all that stuff. It's more like the thought, the experience, um, the, the effort that goes into it. And people always appreciate that. And this goes for personal stuff. And it also goes for business stuff. I think, um, you know, that's how some of, I would say my, 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 my best friends also, you know, we do business together. Uh, and it's because of that reason, right? It's like there's the trust, there's the hard work, there's the effort. Um, and it, and it all came from, you know, what I just talked about and building those relationships up. So that's kind of like the, I wanted to start with that foundation, that platform, because, uh, like I said, you know, like Adam's event, essentially like no, you know, when, when he put it on, it was like only 75 open spots. He never really truly marketed it because he just reached out and was like, Hey, um, you know, I'm putting this on. It's going to be great. Like, great. Here's all the people going to be there. Here's the concept. You know, are you in? And if you know any other people that would love it, bam. And, uh, you know, and, and it pretty much sold out in like no time. Um, I mean, I, like I know, and I didn't mention like soul, my, my, my good friend soul was out there. Um, and I know, I know he probably sold about 15 to 20 people to come to the event just because of that relationship and, and telling somebody else, Hey, you gotta be at this event. Right. So no crazy, like sales copying, you know, long, long sales copying videos, whatever. It's just like somebody you trust going like, Hey, you gotta be there. It's going to be great. It's gonna be a lot of good people there. Right. <clears throat> and I think, I think that when you look at life, it really is a lot about like, you know, me and, uh, me and Jay Frugia, we always talk about this. It's like, you know, that, that. The, the life is really about experiences and, uh, and relationships. I mean, if you take that away, then, I mean, you could have any material thing that you want that you think that's going to make you happy. And it's just not like, you're just going to be there alone with no one you care about experiencing things that make you feel the emotions that really kind of, you know, uh, uh, that, that you're searching for in many ways. Right. So, uh, 
always kind of zoom out and remember that those are two of the, the most important things in life is relationships and experiences and how can you create better relationships and uh, deeper experiences with the, the people that you love and for yourself and things like that. Um, and, and your life will just be overall better. Um, so I wanted to start with that. Um, number two, you know, for me, one of the, especially right now, you know, part of the reason that I have uh, this raspy voice is, is kind of doing too much, right? It's like a lot of travel, a ton of work. Uh, you know, I pulled my hamstring doing sprints on Sunday, which is like, I haven't done that in a, in a, like a decade or something like that. It's been a long time. But when I start having things like that, like nagging injury pops up, uh, you know, throw uh, all types of different stuff like that. It's usually because I'm, I'm overworked. I haven't recovered enough. And it's taken on a lot, a lot of different projects. Right. And, and, and obviously these are passion projects and stuff that I love. It's like I see opportunities. So I just go after it and I say oh, yes to too much. And and one of the, the you know, the main things that that kept coming up, you know, talking to, uh, to, to JB John Berardi, both in a mentorship, both at, you know, just uh, going out to dinner and stuff is, is focusing on your unique abilities. Um, and you can take, like, you can literally Google this and go into Google and like put it, put in unique ability test and you can, you know, pop up and you can go through it and find out what yours are. And there's things like the disc test as well and stuff, but you you know, the unique ability test is really good. And like find out what it is that like you're best at, you know, what, what are you, what is it you're great at? And also then what would you love doing? Um, because the thing is when you, when you work in that zone of your unique abilities and what you love, one, you're happier Two, you're going to get more shit done. And there's going to be stuff that moves, you know, your life and your business forward. And, um, and you, like straight up, you'll just be less stressed out. It doesn't mean there's not going to be any stress or it's not going to be hard or whatever, but it's, it's, it's legitimately what will help your business grow, help you grow as a human being. And, you know, as I, as I started writing down all this stuff, um, I realized, holy shit, like there's a lot of stuff I'm doing. It's not in my unique abilities. And then I, and I not go out. Um, and you know, my natural tendency is to learn it, you know, to do the course, do a seminar, hire a coach, to, you know, and get better at it. And I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that because I, I believe that, you know, if, if you have a weakness, that's a bottleneck that's a, is pulling you down. You should, you should improve it enough to where it's not the bottleneck anymore, but you shouldn't necessarily make it, you know, try to make it your biggest strength because it's just not, that's not your unique ability. So play to your strength, put the most energy into your strengths and then just bring the weaknesses up enough to where they're not holding you down. And sometimes that just may mean, uh, you know, bring bringing somebody in outsourcing, you know, somebody that loves doing that stuff that you hate doing, you know, somebody that's amazing at the stuff that you're okay at. And this has been a constant struggle for me. And although I've become better at it, like right now, this, this uh, point in time, uh, I can definitely say that, you know, it's kind of pulled me down, right? The more stuff that's going on, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do all this stuff. I'm going to make it happen. And it's wearing me out. And I, you know, the, the work suffers. And, uh, and if the work doesn't suffer, I suffer on a, on a obviously physical and burnt out level. Now I'm, I'm saying this and I'm sharing this because I talk to a lot of people, uh, you know, whether entrepreneurs or whether you're, you know, you're just pursuing something in your career and your life and you got a bunch of stuff going on and there's family and you want to improve your fitness and, uh, you know, and, and like I said, job, career, all these different things. And you may be feeling like that, right? I had a, like, a, I was just I was writing an email. Like I got this legitimate, like panic attack yesterday. I got hit with a, uh, like this huge, uh, sticker shock of permit for the city. Anyway, we went through all this stuff and like, I, man, it's been a, a while since I had like this crazy panic attack where I had to go home and like, 
lay down. I was freaking out like crazy um, and, and, and pulled myself out of it. And I told a story in the email, but the point of it is it's because of all of this overwhelm and spending too much time and too much energy in areas out of my unique abilities, right? So it, it's almost like, you know, define what your unique abilities are and then also define what you're not good at. Like, you know, what, what is like your, like your weakness, you know what I mean? And like I said, if you need to bring it up just enough to where it doesn't pull you down, um, like I, I do believe in that, like, you know, get it, get it good enough to where it's not pulling you down. But there's a reason why there's certain things that you just feel in a zone. Like you just, you just feel like that's your natural flow and you should spend a lot of time there. Right. So that was a big aha. And I kept every time, you know, I had to talk about ideas cause like, you know, my brain is always on ideas, you know, JB like, Hey, reel it back in your unique abilities. You know, what are the things you need to focus on? Right. So you can kind of see like that we, a lot of times how we, how we sedate, right? How we sedate is by creating complexity. What I mean by that, you got a lot of stuff going on. You have this simplicity of, okay, here's your unique abilities, work that. And then you just kind of like want to mess it up, right? Underlyingly, there's something going on. So you make things complex and then you go like, oh, that shit was so hard. So I just couldn't do it. Right. So that was a, a, a really big thing for me. And maybe, like I said, it's speaking to you where maybe it's right right now, like after this podcast, or maybe right now you just pull it up and you take the unique abilities test. And the reason is, it's like, it's a pattern interrupt, right? You're going to do the test and it's like, oh shit, look how much time I'm spending outside of my zone of genius. Like I need to reel myself back in or, you know, maybe I need to seek help in this area. It, because the reality is, is like when you start like really narrowing down what you're best at, you know, what you love to do, what gives you the best return on investment and return on investment doesn't need to be money. It could be happiness, fulfillment. It could be a lot of different things. A lot of great things start happening, right? It's like the, the an analogy of the little circle, right? With the arrows going out. So if you're going into a hundred different directions, you're only moving this much. So like, if you're listening to this on audio, I'm showing like a small little thing, with my fingers, that's all I'm doing. Right. But if you, if you put all that energy into one arrow or two, right? You move way further. Um, and that's really what it comes down to. Like, you know, and it was a big slap in the face. Cause I'm like, Hey, I got a lot of arrows going on. I need to narrow this down to less arrows and bring somebody else in, you know, and collab or like I said, outsource or whatever it may be partner to, to, to push those arrows that, that is their, you know, like a uh, unique ability. So that's another thing that I wanted to talk about. And like I said, you know, the aha moments, like, the, you know, I wanted today, I wanted it to be like some shifts where, where you go like, man, damn, that's true. Right. Um, because those two things are exceptionally important. Like when do I find myself being happiest, uh, you know, really fulfilled is man being around people. I, I enjoy uh, the experience I do I, the, when I'm learning, when I'm growing. Um, so that's the relationship part I talked about. And then the other part is the more time I spend doing what I'm best at, you know, and improving that and like getting my, being uh, kind of like building that mastery of the best things uh, in my zone of genius. Bam. Right. And then number three, it was like, I keep talking about, um, you know, like you guys probably hear me talk about behavior change, like all the time. Um, because everything loops back to it. And, you know, this was uh, another kind of thing that, uh, that we talked about, uh, out in Boulder, you know, with, with JB, like where everything is going, like where, the, where's the fitness industry going, nutrition going, um, where are other things going? It's like, you know, now even like the bigger companies, the Nikes, the Apples, the Amazons, like they're realizing the behavior changes. Like I, I hate doing, I hate doing my, uh, the parentheses going like, Hey, the next thing, because 
It is the thing. You know what I mean? Like how, how we change as human beings. It's like the science of behavior change. And, you know, a lot of people talk about, hey, you got to set goals, right? Setting goals is really important. Absolutely correct. Setting goals is extremely important, right? But if you just set a goal, like what then, right? And then sometimes it's like you got to prepare for that. Uh, okay, that's I, I talk about that too. It's like it's, it's important, but that still doesn't kind of it's not the it's not the path to success. You can do both of those and not succeed. So really, and once you set a goal, every single goal is made up of skill sets, right? And those skill sets are made of practices. So if you look at anything that you wanted to achieve in life, you know, spending more time with your family, that's your goal. Okay, what are the skill sets that you need to, to, to build? It's probably like managing time better, right? Managing energy better. And we could break that down into daily practices, right? Turning off your phone 20 minutes before you come home, meditating in your car for four or five minutes so that you come home clear, ready to, you know, see the family. So you, we could break those practices down and go like, okay, how can we practice this on a daily basis to build the skill set to achieve our goal? Same thing with nutrition. Here's our goal, right? What are the skill sets we need to, to learn, uh, to, uh, to, to learn? Maybe it's, uh, uh, hunger awareness, satiety, right? Maybe it's, uh, getting in enough protein. So, you know, in every day, so that's a skill set. Okay, getting in enough vegetables every day. Okay, that's a skill set. So what's my daily practice going to be? Make a green smoothie in the morning, right? Uh, add a scoop of protein to breakfast, you know, do a smoothie in the evening, whatever it may be. I'm just throwing stuff out there to show you that every single thing, I don't care what area of your life you want to improve something. If you use that little chart, that little, those little, if you, if, you, if I could just draw bubbles coming out of my head right now, right? It's like, um, goal is broken down into skill sets. You need to achieve that goal. It's broken down into practices that will achieve those skill sets. And I think that one of the mistakes that we, you know, talked about before is that you got to make it a, a very simple practice. It has to be simple enough to where it's not overwhelming. And, and like, once you break all of that down, I mean, like you could, you could go into the, you know, imagine that right now you got, a, you got a problem. So we're sitting there and you're like, Hey, I'm asking you, what are, the biggest issues right now in your life? You know, what are, what are some of the biggest things that you're trying to solve your biggest struggles and what are you trying to achieve? And you write those down that you write down the goal, right? You write, man, I'm really trying to achieve this. And I'd ask you, okay, so what are the skill sets do you need to build to achieve that? Right. Just, just think about it. Just think about it and start writing them down. Right. What are some of the skill sets you need to achieve to get to the goal that you, in your life that you want in that area of life. And then break that down into just a couple of daily practices that, you know, you feel that are going to make those skill sets. Now, if those daily practices look big, how can you break them down even more? Right. So for instance, it may be, you know, you might be like, well, I got to sleep more. I got to go to sleep earlier. Okay. That's a, that's a big challenge. So maybe at first, what you can say is like, I'm not going to watch at a blue screen TV phone and an hour before I go to sleep. See, that's a smaller step, right? That's a smaller step. Now, it may lead you to go to sleep earlier and sleep better, for sure, but it's a smaller step of that practice. So if, if, if I'm giving you essentially the formula to where you can sit down and like legitimately look at those three and break down anything that you want into daily practices and then continue to follow them until it becomes a habit. Now, you know, let me, let me kick this back because there's this whole thing about, um, you know, habits taking 21 days and, you know, shit like that. Um, 
it, I can't remember which book I read it through, but it's, it's actually most habits take 66 days to like 250 something days or whatever, maybe depending on the complexity of it. So, you know, just drinking a glass of water every morning, you could probably do that in 21 days, you know, where it becomes like, boom, a habit. But the sleep one, hey, go to the whole, go to sleep an hour earlier. I don't know if you can like achieve that in like 21 days. I mean, I'm not saying that you can't. What I'm saying is that certain things are harder, right? So this whole arbitrary, like, oh, 21 days, 30 days, whatever it may be, it may be sooner, it may be later. The whole point is that you make it simple enough to where you can continuously do it to where you don't get overwhelmed and then, you know, fall off, basic, fall off the wagon and have to start all over again, right? So when you look at anything like that, it start you can like simplify it down enough to where the stress goes, right? Because where, where, where the stress starts coming up, and like, for instance, yesterday, why, you know, why did I have a panic attack yesterday? There was so much stuff going on, right? Um, the injury, getting sick. There's a bunch of personal things. And I got like uh, my tattoo lasered off, which is pretty much, you know, like burning off your skin. So it's pretty stressful on a nervous system. You know, then, then, then somebody tells you you're going to have to pay 35 grand for a permit that you weren't expecting and on and on and on. And it's just like, right, it's overwhelmed. Like you can't, you know. It, it, you, you look at like how hard everything is and you kind of go into a spiral and you know, I had to shift my focus to get out of that. Right. I had to shift my focus onto something else on like what I can do right now, how I can help somebody else to kick me out of that. But it's the same thing with, you know, with this formula from goals, skill sets to daily practices, like make it simple enough, make it easy enough, right. Make it easy enough to where you're like, okay, cool. I can do that. Right. And then over the course of, you know, three, six, you know, 12 months, then you start seeing some serious changes. But to bring it back to this, right, if what we said, which is that it takes about 66 to 250 days, um, but let's say it's 66, let's say it takes about 60 plus days, you know, to change your habit. That means that like in a year, you can change about five habits. And most people will be like, man, that's it. Listen, if you change five habits that are catalysts, it'll change your life. Like it'll change, like you go to sleep earlier, you know, and, and get like, instead of five hours of sleep, you get seven, seven and a half. Right. And, and you start eating enough protein in a day, which makes you more full, which makes you cut down on some, you know, some uh, shitty stuff that you're putting in, whether that's like, you know, processed carbs. And, and I'm not saying processed carbs are shitty. I'm just saying that maybe in your scenario, you, you know, you want to cut down on calories. You want to cut down on carbs, whatever it may be. Right. So, you know, that's another habit. And then all of a sudden you, you know, you read for 30 minutes a day, right? That's the third habit. And the, and the reading builds your mastery and skill sets and it builds, and it builds your uh, uh, positivity because you're reading like positive stuff, you know, autobiographies, like, uh, you know, what people have achieved, whatever it may be, right? And that's the third one. And then there's another two or three habits that like completely start a snowball effect in all the areas of life. Like in a year, changing five, six habits can change your life, like straight up, right? So I'm like just talking reality because I think there's so much stuff out there about, you know, um, you know, what, what you think should be in and what the reality is. And, uh, and, and that, you know, that's powerful. That's those, those points were like big aha moments for me. Uh, and, and there were quite a lot more, obviously, like I got like 11 pages of notes, uh, you know, some of it is like very tactical, strategic, um, and, um, and entrepreneurish, but, it, but it's like, I wanted to do like the big, big picture stuff that like really moved me. Um, and, and one of the last quotes is, uh, and, and I, I can't remember, I, I remember soul had a, had it in his notebook. He had it written down and he got it from somewhere and maybe he said, it, and I'm not, I'm not giving him credit, but, um, 
So smart, dude. But it was uh, the last thing was, <laughs> is what wisdom is taking your own advice. Um, and and I've, I felt that was so powerful because guess what, right? If I'm sitting across from a human being that has the same struggles and problems as me and, you know, like I'm coaching them and like, you know what? You got to, you got to take more time for yourself, Luca, right? You got to, uh, and no, no matter what, like you need to, you need, you need to create that space because you'll think better, you work better, you'll be more stress-free. Like you, you got to, you know, you got to stop saying no to more stuff, whatever. I, you know, like that would be me giving myself advice, but I don't do that shit, right? At least I don't do enough of it. So wisdom is taking your own advice. Wisdom sometimes is like writing down, right? If you, if you, if you read the works of, uh, you know, the, the, uh, I would say philosophers and Stoics of, you know, Epictetus and, and uh, Socrates and, and Marcus Aurelius and uh, Seneca, right? It's, it's like all those guys were like, that's what they'd write. They'd, they'd, they'd almost write to themselves, right? And it became wisdom. They did stuff. They messed up. They learned from it. You know, they talked to themselves. And that was the wisdom that like been passed down now from hundred, for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And, you know, this is one of the things why, why journaling is so powerful and, uh, you know, uh, there, there was a, a lot of awesome sponsors at the event, but one was the five minute journal. So I like the, um, I like the, uh, man, I can't remember the name of the other journal that I got. It's really awesome. Uh, best self. So there's a best self journal, uh, the five minute journal, both great, but because essentially what you're doing, you know, as I said, that quote, wisdom is taking your own advice. When you journal, like you're basically writing a lot of wisdom to yourself. Um, and you know, one, one of the, the things that, I don't think it's a bad habit. I read a lot. I'm a voracious reader. I read two books a week, half for three, four years now, um, you know, sometimes more. But is writing more, you know, writing more of my thoughts, uh, uh, you know, to myself about the experiences in my life and things like that. I write, but not enough, you know, and, and that was a big aha moment. And I would, first of all, if you're not reading, read more, you know, don't, don't let this be the whole thing. Well, Lucas said, you need to listen, read, right? Like reading is fucking, is, 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 it's, it's basically tapping into other people's wisdom and knowledge, but at the same time, like you got to tap into your own, you know, you gotta, you gotta listen to your own voice. Uh, and, and I can say, you know, a couple of people that constantly are pushing me to do that more, you know, my, my best friend, uh, uh Steve Krebs and, uh, and, and the leader of, uh, uh, wake up warrior Gary J white is always on me. AJ Roberts is always on me about this. Um, you know, and the book is coming and, but you know, that's part of it is like, uh, you, sometimes you just need the right reminder. And, and that was it for me. And hopefully it is for you too. You know, uh, when, when people do g- give a lot of judgment and advice to others, uh, it's, it's a form of sedation, right? Like, Oh man, you should do this. You should do that. But you're not taking your own advice, which is wisdom, you know? So, uh, you know, it, maybe it's it, like, I know I look at myself in the mirror and I go like, shit, am I giving this advice, but I'm not taking it myself. And if that's the case, I mean, that's, you know, if you can be aware enough of it, it's huge. Right. And, uh, you know, I can definitely say I'm more aware of it. And it's, and it's a constant kind of like, uh, I would say journey to get better. Right. But those were some of my big takeaways. I mean, like I said, I may, I may do another episode, uh, because it was definitely a powerful experience. And, and I can definitely say that like most, uh, like where I got the most from was spending time with people. Uh, you know, when we went on a hike, uh, like I said, one, one morning we went on a hike, uh, every night we went to dinner, um, you know, we, we had, uh, we had some edibles, uh, you know, because we're out in Boulder and obviously it's legal. And that was uh, pretty amazing. We we're talking about how that is beneficial for entrepreneurs. Maybe we'll do another episode on that one, uh, with some experts on it. But the point of it is, is 
that, you know, the best times, you know, cause I'm going to loop it back to the beginning of this conversation about relationships, right? The best, like the, you really most of the time get the best kind of like, uh, knowledge and the most value in the times when the seminar is not going on in the hallways at lunch, dinner, breakfast, you know, going to the gym with someone, having these deep conversations, going on hikes, whatever it may be. So, you know, make sure that you're doing that. <laughs> make sure that you're doing that because like, seriously, there there's conversations that can shift the course of, of your life. You know, that might sound a little pushy, but it's, but it's happened for me. So, um, you know, I hope that this episode with my sexy ass raspy voice, uh, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe it made this, this voice is making you more, it's like more subliminal and it's going deeper into your psyche or something. Um, and if that's the case, man, I might, I might have to figure out how to keep it up, but I hope you love this episode. Like I said, just sharing some of the knowledge I got from the 212 event out in Boulder. Uh, big ups to uh, Adam Bornstein, to uh, Jordan Bornstein, and the, the whole pen name consulting team. Like I said, I, I don't know everybody uh, personally, but they did an incredible job of putting that on. Um, you know, look out for him. Like the, those guys are doing some amazing things. I call Adam the ghost in the machine because most people don't know all the stuff that he does. Uh, and they do some pretty incredible stuff. So, anyways, love you. Uh, make sure, like I said, that you leave a review, uh, you know, every, uh, every week I'll be looking up the top reviews and sending out some gifts. Uh, so leave a review on iTunes, make sure you check us out on YouTube and follow too, so that you get the episodes and like, and if you got any questions that you want to ask for the next episode, for any episode, just shoot them over to Luca L U K A at hostofourperformance.com. I'm going to spell that just in case. So it's my last name, performance.com H O C E-V-A-R performance.com. Uh, love getting the questions. Uh, you know, we're going to do definitely a lot of, po- a lot of the podcasts just talking about, uh, you know, just answering the questions that we get quick fire rounds and like maybe even longer ones. So love you. See you in the next episode. Peace out.